with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fancher reporting. An ice storm warning is in effect for Franklin, Wright, Floyd, Sarah Gordo, and Hancock counties from 6 p.m. today until 6 p.m. tomorrow. A winter weather advisory is in effect for Butler, Hardin, and Grundy counties from 6 p.m. today until 6 p.m. tomorrow. For the ice storm warning, expect one quarter to one half inch of ice followed by a couple inches of snow. For the winter weather advisory, up to one quarter of an inch of ice may fall. Travel could be very treacherous and power outages and tree damage are likely due to the ice. For the latest on Iowa road conditions, go to RadioOnTheGo.com and look under the weather tab. The Iowa Association of Electric Cooperatives says when reporting a power outage, give the location, telephone cell numbers where you can be reached, and your name as it appears on your electric bill. Additional questions to you may include are your neighbors without power and when did the power go out? If enough ice coats power lines and trees and with winds gusting up to 30 miles per hour, power outages will occur. One of Iowa's most damaging ice storms occurred in late February of 2007 as the event brought freezing rain to about the northeast one-half to two-thirds of the state with significant damage centered up central and east-central Iowa where up to two inches of ice accumulated on trees and power lines and portions of the broadcast area during that storm up to eight inches of snow also fell. Top Republicans in the Iowa House and Senate say the 2023 legislature will consider new guidelines for pipelines that would capture and carry carbon away from Iowa's ethanol plants. The proposed summit and navigator pipelines run through areas House Speaker Pat Grassley represents. I've been here around long enough to know when something really is an issue in our districts. And I've talked to another, enough members as well as my own district to know that this is a real thing. I mean, this is something that Iowans are frustrated about. Grassley suggests an outright ban on carbon pipelines is unlikely. Sometimes it's just a, well, stop it, you know, and that, you know, make it stop where we have to be thoughtful in this process. And that's what we're trying to do right now. Now, Senate Republican leader Jack Whitford says it won't be an easy debate. I expect that we'll have a thorough conversation about this. It's, it's something that um, our members have heard back on the campaign trail, and they hear from both sides, people that want the pipeline, that are excited about it, that think it's good for our economy and our, in our um, rural areas, people that are against it. And, and so we have a lot of members that have a lot of different opinions on it. Whitford says there are similar debates about the siding of wind turbines and large-scale solar arrays. Landowner rights is, is, a, is a key part of Republican philosophy and, and our platform, and so certainly want to respect that, and that's what makes some of these issues difficult. You know, There's people that are concerned about solar farms going up, but there's also people saying, well, that's their land, they can do what they want, and that's what makes these conversations difficult, but that's why you know we're coming into session to try to work through these issues. This fall, Grassley sent a letter to the Iowa Utilities Board expressing concern about a waiver developers of the Navigator Pipeline were seeking from current regulations about sampling and restoring topsoil in farm fields. State liquor sales revenues were up by nearly 4% in the fiscal year that ended in July, and what was the lowest increase in five years. Sales last year were up 13%, and Iowa Alcoholic Beverages Division Chief Financial Officer Lisa Bertram says things appear to be leveling off following a pandemic sales surge. Every year we kind of budget between 3 and 5% would be a normal increase. So, yeah, the last couple of years having those large increases are definitely a, an outlier. Um, this is where I would say, yeah, 3.75 is more of a normal increase. The gallons of liquor sold dropped by 
thousand. One of the main reasons is our our top seller this year was Tito's. Um, historically, it's been black velvet for about the last ten years, um, so Tito's is a little higher priced product. Um, so selling you know higher priced items, um, and then also selling more full cases. Liquor sales brought in $431 million and a record of just more than $150 million from liquor sales was turned over to the state along with another $19 million in licensing and taxes. Another factor in the liquor sales was a continued increase in the number of convenience and smaller stores that obtained licenses. And Bertram says those stores usually have a smaller inventory. Um, but they do make up a good amount of our um of our licensees and so yeah the distribution of those there you know you can get liquor at more places but again the variety might not be as big at some of those smaller stores um, but we are seeing a trend toward smaller footprint stores um, we have some major retailers that are opening smaller footprint stores as well Bertram says the supply chain issues did create some issues for specific products so we did see more out of stocks this year you know based on those supply chain constraints. What we didn't see, though, is, you know, when we were out of stock on an item, our customers would kind of pivot to another item. So we weren't necessarily losing sales, um, but we were losing sales on those specific brands. Bertram says the cost of some products has gone up while the cost of others have gone down. So overall costs have not gone up that much for liquor, despite inflation. The Butler County Board of Supervisors tomorrow will conduct organizational business for the new year, including the appointment of a board chair and vice chair and to determine the mileage rate for 2023. The Butler County Board of Supervisors meet tomorrow 9 a.m. at the courthouse in Allison. The Parks, Forest and Preserves Bureau of the Iowa Department of Natural Resources has openings for recreational aides and seasonal patrol officers for the summer 2023 season across the state park system. Job duties will include assisting park staff and patrolling the park, helping visitors and maintaining the park. Interested applicants should have skills in general maintenance, ability to work on a team or with minimal supervision and have strong customer relations skills. For more information, go to iowadnr.gov employment. Again, that's iowadnr.gov employment. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 40, and the low of 28. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.